What is going on, guys? It's your boy RJ Hoops here with another podcast, and we got some breaking news today. France has upset the United States of America in FIBA basketball action, 89 to 79. This was huge. U.S. was an 8.5 favorite to beat France, and going into the tournament, they were minus 300 favorites to win. So although that's not huge, that is still a big-time favorite to win a tournament. Let me just quickly go over. Let me just go over some of the box score highlights really quickly. Donovan Mitchell led the way with 29 points, four boards, sorry, six boards, four assists, and two steals. But what's interesting here is even with those 29 points, he was still a minus 13 in the plus-minus department. So that means that when he was on the court, the U.S. were outscored by 13, even though he still put up 29 points. One of the most disappointing things here is Kemba Walker. In 25 minutes, he put up 10 points, and he had no assists. Now, Kemba Walker's main job is to put up assists. He's got to distribute the ball. That's why the Celtics gave him all that money, and that's what the U.S. was expecting from him. But he didn't do that today, which is really interesting. He did have some foul trouble. Now in FIBA basketball, five personal fouls and you're out. Not six like the NBA, it's five. So he had four. He was kind of in foul trouble, hence why he played only 25 minutes. Now now another disappointing player was Chris Middleton. He put up only five points in 18 minutes. And you know, the Bucks gave him a lot of money this year. And Giannis will be depending on him this season to try to help them win a championship. And if he's unable to help this U.S. team that's loaded with talent, well, the Bucks will not be looking good this season. Now, France. You got to see this roster on France. They have, here are the main NBA players. They have Rudy Gobert, Evan Fournier, and Nicholas Batum, along with Frank Nilakina. That's it. Those are the NBA players that they have on their roster. The rest, the rest, as far as I can tell, play in the international leagues. Rudy Gobert was a star for France. In 34 minutes, he put up 21 points, 16 boards, and 3 blocks. He was a plus-minus of plus 26. When Gobert was on the court, France outscored the U.S. by 26, and he had a key block against Donovan Mitchell, his teammate in Utah. Now, this is big. This is a big loss for U.S. Just a few days ago, Chris Broussard was on Instagram or YouTube or something, and he was talking about how U.S. should just send an under-25 team to the competitions because it's just too easy. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this roster full of NBA talents, full I mean, you can go from Derek White, Donovan Mitchell, Marcus Smart, Harrison Barnes, Jalen Brown, Mason Plumlee, Miles Turner, Brooke Lopez, Chris Middleton, Kemba Walker. Against Nicholas Batum. Against Rudy Gobert and Evan Fournier. And Frank Nelikina. Are you kidding me? This is a huge loss. Now, I know FIBA international rules kind of actually favor... Obviously, the international players, there are some things that do favor them. There's there's no denying that, but come on, man. It's still basketball. I mean, come on. When the tournament started, I thought U.S. should be even bigger favorites. I mean, a couple of teams, they do have some good NBA players, but that's it. A couple of players. 
And let's not forget the Spurs have Greg Popovich, one of the greatest coaches, if not the greatest coach ever. But it is a one-and-done tournament. They are eliminated. Now they face, I think, Serbia or something. Doesn't matter. Nobody cares. But wow, wow, wow. Okay, let's move on. Enough international basketball. To be honest, I'm not really a big fan of it. I don't know why. I don't like it too much. Maybe it's because defenders can knock the ball off of the rim. And to me, that's just wrong. (laughs) I don't know. Let's move on, guys. Dwight Howard was seen recently in L.A. on the beach playing some outside basketball. And I got to tell you, this guy looks in shape. This guy looks fit. Now, I don't know if that's going to be enough. And you know, he is coming off of that back surgery. Now, back surgery is a serious surgery, man. It takes a long time to recover. Usually, doctors say it's best to avoid it. You're better off rehabbing than going for surgery. Now, let's assume he's 100%. How good will Dwight Howard be? Will we see the Dwight Howard of Orlando? If we do see the Dwight Howard of Orlando, is that enough for an NBA championship? I'm trying to imagine how this offense will work with Dwight Howard, Anthony Davis, and LeBron James on the court at the same time. Now defensively, oh, Anthony Davis and Dwight Howard are going to protect the paint like crazy. I mean, you're not going to get anything inside. Everything's going to have to come from the three-point line, but the NBA has changed. A lot of teams don't even care. They don't even look at Houston. It's all threes. Look at Golden State. Pick and roll threes. Now let me get back to that initial thought. If Dwight Howard is the Orlando Magic Dwight Howard. Guys, remember, the Orlando Magic went to the NBA Finals. They beat LeBron James' Cleveland Cavs and got to the NBA Finals with Dwight Howard being the focal point on offense and defense. But how do you make this work? He has no offensive game. In this new era of the NBA where everybody's got to be able to shoot threes. Look at the Toronto Raptors. Go up and down that roster. Every player on that team could shoot a three-pointer. At least every player that played in the playoffs can shoot a three-pointer. But they do say defense wins championships. And Lakers defense is actually looking better. And I'm going to say it. The Lakers defense actually looks better than the Clippers defense. Because you know what? First of all, yeah, Paul George... Kawhi Leonard, they are top-notch wing defenders. But everybody is switching these days. And Patrick Beverly, I see him more of a pest. I don't see him as a lockdown defender. Now, he gets away with it in the playoffs. He got away with it against Kevin Durant because they called a lot less than they normally do. Everything's a foul in the regular season. But once the playoffs start, those refs, they swallow the whistle. But I still do like the Lakers because a lot of people are talking about how LeBron James isn't playing defense the way he used to. Of course he's not. He's much older now. He's got to save his energy. But trust me, he's got a season off now. How many years straight was this guy working? I mean, playoff after playoff after playoff after finals after championship. Like, come on, man. Can you blame this guy? Yeah, the regular season is going to cruise a bit. But once the playoffs start, wow. Good luck facing the Lakers. Defensively, I really do like the Lakers. And if they're not better than the Clippers, they're really close. So let's not sleep on the Lakers right now, guys. Let's not. Dwight Howard does make them a force. But then again, 
He's been disappointing the past 10 years. I don't know how long it's been. He's been disappointing though. So maybe it's just too much to ask for a player to just all of a sudden get back to where he was years and years ago. But we'll see. That's it, guys. This has been another edition of the RJ Hoops podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you like. Make sure you do all of those things. Because I'm going to be doing this every single day this upcoming season. Take care, everybody.